The Prentice also Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSSports.com. Coaches Show is brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, Dana Womack, Celeste Middleton, Emerson Williams, and Jeannie Allman. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Time to talk some Stewart's Creek football. Ben Caudill joins us this morning. And uh, final score last night, Blackman 35, Stewart's Creek 28. Tied late. I mean, it was a back-and-forth game. Uh, it, it's it's what playing in Region 4-6A is all about, isn't it, Coach? Definitely is, you know, a great ball game, great, great atmosphere uh, last night. Uh, you know, appreciate y'all being there. I was looking up trying to communicate something with one of our guys in the box, and I saw the infamous Braves hat from your uh, partner, uh, John Dinkins, and uh, really appreciate y'all coming out. And uh, definitely a great ball game, and really proud of the way that our team fought for uh, four quarters. You know, looking at the game, it was going to be you know which team could run their offense like they wanted to and I, I really thought both teams were you know you, you were able to do what you wanted to do some some clock eating drives and got some big scores on the opposite side of that I mean this was definitely very much a back and forth game it was really proud of our offense especially in the first half we pretty much executed exactly what we wanted to do we knew uh that we wanted to receive and um, you know, keep their offense off the field, uh, you know, really executed up front uh, there uh, and uh, made some big plays, you know, and uh, uh, definitely, you know, had a game plan that we stuck to. And, and uh, you know, so our offense really uh, did a tremendous job of moving the ball and eating some clock in the first half, limiting some possessions for them. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, defensively, we kind of started out a little slow. I really thought Brian, the, the difference uh, in the game uh, was our inability to get off the field on two or three third downs in the first half. And you've got to give uh, their quarterback, number 17, Jack Reisner, a lot of credit. We had our hands on him on one third and 14. And, you know, you lose sight of just watching film of just how big and physical uh, number 17 their quarterback is. I mean, he's 6'5", 215 probably. And um, you know, there were some times I really thought we were close in coverage too, and he just puts it right where it's supposed to be. His second touchdown pass from the far hash on the comeback is one of the best high school throws that I've ever seen. And uh, you know, you got to give you know obviously credit to them for uh, executing, but at the same time, we really settled in on defense in the second half and and gave our team our offense a chance to win the game in the fourth quarter. Well, you know, with the thirty-five twenty-eight score. You know, you would think, uh, you know, had what, second half had to be just as explosive as the first half, but there were just one score apiece in the second half for both teams. Yeah, you know, uh, halftime really went over to our offense and, and uh, encouraged them. I said, guys, keep it up. You know, we're going to get a stop. And I told our defense guys, if we get one stop, I think we got a chance. Well, you know, we started the second half on defense and got two three and outs. Uh, then we had a huge goal line stand. Uh, and then we had a huge pick, Brian, uh, there, uh, you know, probably on their 25-yard line. And at that point, I really thought we had all the momentum. And unfortunately, we uh, did not capitalize on that pick. It was a huge interception by Trey Churchwell, his second week in a row that he's created a turnover at a very, very opportune time for us. And, 
you know, so game was uh, tied at that point, and I really thought uh, at at the moment we got that pick and and they're on their side of the field, I thought that was a huge moment uh, that kind of defined the game uh, that that we weren't able to convert, uh, you know, after that turnover, and obviously they, uh, you know, that led to their final score. That was a difference in the ball game. We're talking Stewart's Creek football with Ben Caudill. And in the first half, there was one punt. And when you punted, they, they wound up taking the lead. So, I mean, but in the second half, you you did get some uh, defensive stops and, um, you know, made some great adjustments uh, in, in the second half to, uh, I, I mean, pretty potent offense that you were going against it, defensively. It was. You know, I, I was just thinking, uh, talking with our coaches this week about just different offenses and that style that uh, come to mind and I think one was when we played Ravenwood in 2019 when they lost in the finals to Maryville you know they had the big tight end and receiver and kid going to Oklahoma and a bunch of D1 linemen and quarterback who I think's at Louisiana Monroe now uh, maybe one of the other Louisiana schools but you know this is uh, you know, being around this county for a while, I mean, I think this is the best Blackman team since 2014 when I coached against that team when Jawan Jennings was quarterback, Charlie Davidson, all those guys. This Blackman team's got a really big offensive line, and uh, they're able to run the ball, and, and they're playing better on defense and, uh, um, you know, have some really, really good pieces, you know, throughout their team. And obviously their receivers and pass game get a lot of the credit, but uh, I'm telling you, this is a, a very, very good Blackman team. And, you know, from our standpoint, Brian, I think we've played maybe the best Smyrna team since 2015. I mean, they're undefeated. You know, we've already played Oakland. They're undefeated. And uh, East Nashville's undefeated. We've played some really good teams. And we've got to trust that, you know, looking ahead to the second half of our season, that the teams we've played and and uh, I think when you look at the entirety of our season so far, we're definitely getting better and executing our plan and, and having a chance to win ball games against really good football teams in the fourth quarter. we got to trust that, you know, the, the teams we've played and the quality opponents that we've played thus far are going to prepare us for what's ahead. I, I did want to bring up a, a couple of things. Um, talk to me about uh, uh, Tayden's uh, throw to, to Morgan last night. That, that was a pretty special play, I thought. What, what an unbelievable throw by Tayden. I was uh, looking at the film before I went home last night, and, you know, he threw it from the minus 40 to the you know, 10-yard line, and, and I mean, I, I didn't know Tayden had that much in him. He's a great baseball player, outfielder, but, you know, he threw that thing over 50 yards in the air, and it was, uh, you know, allowed us to go up, or t excuse me, tie it there right uh, going into uh, uh, halftime, uh, you know, or, or tied the game at 21. And, uh, you know, Tayden was one we, we keep trying to find different ways to get him the ball because he's so dynamic and, uh, you know, sometimes teams don't want to kick him the ball. But, uh, you know, he's certainly one that made a big impact on the game last night. And that pass he made was was a big moment in getting our team uh, back in the game. Well, I, I, I know where you are. You, you've kind of talked about the, the opponents that you've taken on. And, it, it gosh, your schedule did you no favors except if you – take that experience and, and learn from that and as you go through this last half of the uh, regular season you've still got your goals of postseason play ahead of you yeah we do you know and uh, I think we've played two really really quality region opponents uh, and you know given that we're in our we're in our new region you know our old region you know really really tough region games were Laverne and Smyrna and now they're non-region games for us and you know we're in the uh you know, SEC of high school football in our state. I mean, that's what this region is. Uh, and, uh, 
you know, no disrespect to any other region, but this is, I mean, this is really, really tough region to play in. A lot of fun to coach in, really challenging. But, uh, you know, at the same time, nothing matters, you know, in the future of our season right now other than Laverne High School. You know, we're going to Laverne. We remember how it felt the last time we went to Laverne uh, in 2020. Uh, and, uh, you know, obviously we know that uh, this is going to be a big game for both sides. And I told our guys, you know, we need to hurt tonight. But when we leave the locker room, we need to know that it's all eyes are on Laverne. Uh, you know, when we get back to work on Monday. Well, um, let's look ahead here. The Laverne Wolverines are the next opponent. It, it is a non-league game, and so when you look in the grand scheme of things, uh, it's not a region game, but it's still big because you, you never know. It could come down to tiebreakers and most wins and this kind of thing. So every game's important. You want to get better, uh, region game or not. Yeah, I, I think that's well said, and I really have a lot of respect for how Coach Woodward uh, at Laverne goes about, you know, scheduling, uh, filling out his schedule. You know, I'm a big believer. We think a lot along the same lines of playing local. You know, he's uh, even though they're in the uh, different region than us. I mean, he's playing Rockvale. He's playing Siegel. He's playing local uh, teams. Which you know, high school football is a winner, and your team and school and community is a winner when you know you don't have to go you know far down the road. Uh, you know, to play a game. And so, uh, you know, they had a really, really competitive game against Cane Ridge last night, um, you know, and uh, had a competitive game against a really good Seagull squad as well. And uh, we know that he's going to have his guys ready to play come Friday night. Well, uh, that's uh, Friday night. And it's at Laverne. I had it on the schedule wrong, and I think I've probably said it a time or two this morning, but it is uh, at Laverne. So that that's always kind of a – it's a close game, but it's it's a very different place to play, isn't it? It is. You know, we – you know, in the baseball kind of facility there and kind of spread out on the baseball outfield and all that stuff. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I every, every game that I've had against Laverne since I've been at Stewart's Creek, you know, 2019, we were – I think at the time we were ranked in the 6A poll and it was 10-7 going into the fourth quarter. You know, it's just one of those backyard games where, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter what anybody's record is. Both both sides are going to be ready for a, for a dogfight, and I know our guys are going to be excited to play as well. Well, Ben, you've had a couple at, at home in a row, and I just wanted to um, – talk about your the the game day experience i mean you guys really go all out the kids obviously have a great time fans players i mean it's it's really what high school football is all about i did want to mention this morning your culinary team they had the press box lots of food up there i mean it's it's just really a a great game day experience all around and even from the broadcast perspective uh, everybody did a great job well, I appreciate y'all coming out last night, and I appreciate you saying that as well. It's a uh, you know, huge production anywhere on Friday night, and Todd Harris, you know, is a, one thing that he does great as an AD is he is a connector. He gets so many people involved in making things happen. Our ROTC does our parking. You know, our swim team cleans up the field, and um, our culinaries, you know, getting all the food in the press box. And, uh, you know, it's a special place to be. I had a longtime Blackman faculty member pulled me aside as I'm walking off the field last night and just he told me y'all do things first class at Stewart's Creek and that starts with the leadership of our principal Dr. Clark Harrell and how he leads our entire school not just the football uh, Friday night component and so it's a blessing to be at Stewart's Creek and uh, you know you saying that definitely doesn't go unnoticed. Appreciate it coach and uh, 
Ben, uh, you may be the head coach of the Stewart's Creek Redhawks, but your head coach is just to your side there. Uh, <laughs> tell me about your son and his big birthday today. Huh? Yes. Yeah, I appreciate you saying that. I was going to finish with this. My oldest son, George, I became a father uh, five years ago today in the middle of the season. Uh, and so uh, George's fifth birthday is today, and we're about to go get a big birthday present. He's got a party later today, and uh, very proud of him and uh, uh, incredibly blessed to be his father. Yeah, a big birthday present, though, right? <laughs> yes, Huge. Yeah. Awesome. Well, happy birthday, buddy. All right. <laughs> happy birthday to me. That's awesome. Ben, appreciate it. Thank yes, you so sir. much. Ben Caudill, the head coach of the Stewart's Creek Redhawks, joining us. This portion of the Coaches Show brought to you by Dan France Concrete, a licensed and insured residential and commercial concrete contractor on uh, uh, here in Middle Tennessee. That's Dan France Concrete. Back with more in a second. The Coaches Show is fueled by McDonald's Murfreesboro, operated by McGuire Management Group. Look for our Shamrock logo, proudly worn by our team. We're supporters of high school and MTSU athletics. McGuire Management Group operates all Murfreesboro locations and in Smyrna on Nissan Drive. Be sure to download the McDonald's app for mobile order and pay, exclusive deals, coupons.